0: Hello, Ugly, the Dragula recap show for Season 1, Episode 6, titled Grand Finale. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one slimy co-host. From the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori, a podcast that seemingly doesn't exist anymore, (laughs) please say, (laughs) hello, uglies, to Lori (laughs) Roggenkamp hello thank you hello yeah i went to go check it. Uh, i am so anxiously waiting to see this episode that to hear this episode that i was on about the the chick the golden hand the 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 the, the, the murderer named the golden hand or whatever
1: sonia the golden the borderline jew yeah. uh yeah i uh i i you know to be honest i think it's just a miscommunication we've been trying to figure out when we should release episodes and uh-huh. then um I thought it was going to be released, but I think I think we were going to do a live show. We were going to do a live show this coming week, but then it got canceled. So now I, I, I don't know. To like a live honestly, show in we, front of an audience? Yeah. In front of a group of people. Hopefully. Where would, you, where would you find this?
0: I'm My biggest fear, and I'm on a pretty popular podcast called RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. My biggest fear is that no one shows up to this live show. Yeah. Where, where are you finding people to go to this show?
1: Oh, it's it's like a podcast show. It's the show that I guess they have live podcast. They have podcasts do it live, so they it's more people just go to see the actual show if that makes sense than they mm-hmm. do the podcast.
0: So they're just there to see a show where they have podcasts perform live.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh no, we yeah we don't have a we, although we are big in Cambodia,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but we we don't have a we don't have a fan base. A strong enough fan base to is be like true? yeah we could sell out is that true that you're big in cambodia yeah we we have like uh our fan page that we still that i still get updates for which mm-hmm. always just is so depressing because it's like you have done zero promoting yeah um so but uh it, it's constantly telling me that i have like people in cambodia sending me messages that
0: I can't read. Well, it's so funny that you say that just today on Patreon, I put a word out that I'm looking for a social media person, you know? Oh, nice. Yeah, because, but but for the same reason, because we have, you know, we have a, I've never tried, okay? I've never, I just put things up and people do things. I want someone who tries to do this. Right? Yeah. But it says, like, you've made zero posts on Facebook. You've made zero posts in the last, you know, 46 weeks, because ever since last season ended, I've done nothing. Same thing with the Instagram account. And what's funny is on the job description, I said, you know, uh, three memes per day, right? Three posts per day. Just like, oh, th- Lori, it's the easiest job ever. Yeah. If you just go on Reddit and you go like, oh, that's funny, and then you can even automate it so it goes to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter all at the same time. If you do that three times a day, I'm happy, right? Yeah. And then... The guy I'm seeing, and I'm telling him about this, and he goes, "Ugh, three memes a day. That's annoying." I want three <laughs> memes a week. So, what are your thoughts? How many times per day do you think a social media presence for a show should be active?
1: I think three a day is good because yeah. you want to like, you want to have morning, noon, and night, right? Yeah. So, I think it's like you want somebody to look at stuff, morning, you know, you want it to be current. Yeah, um, and, and it's
0: not creating new content; it's just literally going on Reddit. Right? Um,
1: Oh, I think, well, see, I don't really see how that works, though, because you're really, all you're doing is just sharing. I would say creating three. You could easily, with drag queens, you could easily create three new memes a day. I just wanted to share three memes. Because a lot of our fans. I'll do it. (laughs) Just just hire me. I'll do it.
0: A lot of our fans. Yeah, but Lori, not memes about, you know, going to Lane Bryant. You, well, you do, didn't say what memes they had to be. Do you shop at Lane Bryant? You know what this Lane Bryant is?
1: Yeah, I shop at Lane Bryant. Unfortunately, I shop at Lane Bryant. What, it, it should, now, if I'm not
0: mistaken, Lane Bryant is a clothing store for uh, curvy women. Is that the best way to put yeah, it?
1: Yeah, plus size women. On, business women.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> business women. Now, yeah. tell me about, what is it like going to one of those places?
1: It's just, it, it's frustrating because it's like, well, first off, mm-hmm. the women who, you know, who work there, they're really nice. All of them are. Mm-hmm. But they're just like, you know, they're not like, you know, when you walk into like a a, a regular clothing store and you see people wearing the fashion and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that looks cute on that person. I might mm-hmm. try that shirt on. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the same at Lane, Bryant. at Lane Bryant. You're just like, what, whatever you're wearing, I don't want. Cause it just yeah. looks terrible on yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So, well, um,
0: i've I've been to those stores before. You know, yeah. like like uh, the fat people stores, and there's even yeah. one for men that tries to be hip and cool. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it tries. But you, you, you have one of choices. You have choice of one of three outfits. Okay, yeah, it's uh your creepy uncle who wears Hawaiian shirts everywhere, right? And, yeah. and and his his idea of a joke is wearing a lampshade for a hat okay yeah and it's always like you know like for some reason fat people don't wear normal shorts they have to wear cargo shorts there's no other kind of shorts made for fat people except cargo shorts all right
1: well that's that's one of my issues with the whole fashion thing for fat people is that it's like apparently people have this sense that fat people just don't like to wear regular clothes like we have to have it has to be something like you know we, like weird and boxy and it ha- has to be sleeveless and yeah. it's like no I just want to have like a normal t-shirt and I just want to wear a normal t-shirt to work that's it that's all I care about well,
0: well why so. do they think that I need 700 pockets that's what a yeah. shirt is okay. why do
1: they think what if it, why does every single woman's outfit feel like it needs a bow somewhere <laughs> why why do it's like literally i'll walk i'll walk up and i'll see like a really nice button down shirt and Mm -hmm. i'll turn it around it's like the back is completely cut and it's just all tied in a bow and it's like yeah no that's what i want is i want my back fat Mm -hmm. fully showing (laughs) no bra i don't i want to wear no bra to work Mm -hmm. and have a bow like it just doesn't make any sense and there's this new thing now where it's like the top of your shoulders are cut and showing, so it's like you show like the top of your shoulder, which is like, you know, the sexiest part of your body. Apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like, oh, come on. Like, I just want like one outfit that I can wear that doesn't make me feel like I'm patio furniture.
0: <laughs> well, I've noticed with, with larger women that they get obsessed with shoes. And they like posting well, pictures of the new shoes that they buy because I think it's the one thing that they can, you know, glam up and not... Feel fat because they can just take a picture of their foot in the shoe.
1: Yeah, because you you always when you're when you're fat, you focus on the things you can, ex, like accessories. Those are the things that you could really you know like that actually look good, mm-hmm. you know. Because yeah. like they'll people will try and sell you on jeans that just you know look terrible and pants that look bad and every every fat woman apparently according to people who make fat clothing is like a, a boxy just shaped like a box mm-hmm. with like stubby legs and it's just like okay like really so kind of i invariably end up just shopping in the men's department because it's just easier <laughs> so well like i said there's one of three things
0: you can be you can be the the uncle who wears hawaiian shirts you could yeah. be um an armenian guy who just wears tracksuits everywhere and then you could be three, like, a total Comic-Con comic book nerd, because it's, like, they're like, oh, well, they have t-shirts that are kind of cool, and it's always, like, a Superman logo, and, like, and I'm like, no, I just want to point, like, who's looking at me and thinking, oh, uh, that this guy's Superman, you know? Yeah. I remember when I used to buy my clothes at Old Navy like, and I still have some of those shirts, and they would always be, like, there's this one, everyone has to comment on it when I wear it, right? It's one of the reasons why I only wear a plain black t-shirt everywhere, is when you're fat and you wear uh, printed tees, I think maybe because the, the print is bigger, everyone has to comment on it. And I remember one time I wore it, I have this shirt, it's gray, and it says, like, um, you know something track team and everyone's like you're on a track team and i'm like no this is it's a shirt from old i remember one time i wore a shirt my mom used to manage nursing homes Uh and i was helping her with some event they had like for old you know they had like someone come and sing songs for old people or something and i was Uh wearing an old navy shirt that literally said old navy right and this old man goes son come here and I walk up and I go yes sir I'm thinking like yo oh, he needs water or help walking he goes you're too fat to be in the navy he, I think he thought it was like actually a navy a shirt that was in the navy anyway <laughs> sorry that I, 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 I don't know what he, was he just I'm like sure he's I gotta dead warn by this now.
1: guy I'm sure he's dead but uh now. I one time was wearing this is kind of a little side topic but i was I was walking out of the gym and I was wearing a um that was oh, the worst the courtesy
0: laugh I've ever heard. You don't. You're not even good at doing a courtesy laugh. Give me your. Give me. Give me. I want to hear the story, but show, Give me your courtesy laugh right now. Like when someone's not funny and you do a laugh to do for me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was my courtesy laugh. <laughs> so now you never know if it's real or not.
1: Um. There was this guy. What, what's the band? They had like a cover where it was like rainbows coming out of a pri- a triangle prism. Do you remember that? The, Pink Floyd. It was like the wall Pink or Floyd. something. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. That's right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, Betty Batista.
1: So I was wearing a Pink Floyd shirt that my dad had gotten me from like Hot Topic or something. Mm. But I liked it because I just liked the, I didn't know the band, but I just liked the color or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, so literally, I was walking out of the gym and this one guy literally st- stops me and goes, You're too young to know that band. <laughs> And I was just like – and at the time, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's – I just – got like the shirt or whatever. And then mm-hmm. I went – like now, it's like one of my regrets is like I didn't just be like, dude, like what the hell? Like you're, you're too old to be dressing down a fat teenager walking out of a gym like mm-hmm. <laughs> to make you feel better.
0: Do you ever feel self-conscious ordering food or anything like that or, or, or like we're or, or buying clothes? Have you, have you bought clothes recently?
1: Yeah, I order most of my clothes online now. Oh, I just don't even go into a store because I just don't like, I don't like dealing with this, sh- with it. And then the the salespeople always want to have me try a smaller size. And I'm like, no, I don't want to try a smaller size. And they're like, oh, it's good. I'm sure it'll fit. No, it won't fit. Okay. When was the last time you like, dressed
0: like a woman? What? When was the last time you dressed like a woman?
1: Well, I mean, I feel like I dress like a woman every day because I am a woman. Mm. um tuesday i had to do some kind of like thing i dress up for this podcast because of the election i wanted to look nice wait wait
0: we have a lot to unpack here uh-huh. you did a podcast that was specifically about the election first of all what was that podcast
1: it's this podcast i have a guest host on regularly called the uh, things i found online mm-hmm. it's a uh, this woman talks about, like, things that she's found online, but then she's also, like, a history buff, and she's really into politics. So we did a uh, a podcast about, like, the election results and talked about different election stuff. Election stuff. Was it in front of a live audience? It was live on Facebook. It wasn't in front of a live audience, no. Um,
0: but So, you, that was, so what, for what reason did you have to uh, be dressed like a woman?
1: Cause I wanted to look nice. So I put on like a nice top blouse and then like brush my hair and just kind of wanted to look, you know, presentable. Cause it was like, when I to look a little bit professional, cause it was, I was gonna, it's live on, they have it put it on iTunes, but then when they record it, kind of like how you do on MixLR, when mm-hmm. they record it, they put it, but they do it on Facebook live. So you can see yourself on there.
0: This week, the Boulet brothers are haunted by images of the unused death scenes for the remaining queens. The eliminated queens, except for a pinche queen, are brought back from the dead and gather around for one last supper to attack the remaining contestants. The remaining queens, Vander Van Odd, Frankie Doom, and Melissa B. Fierce, walk the runway in their final floor show before track Morda and Swanthula named Vander Van Vander Van as the winner of Dragula and the world's first drag Super Monster, Lloyd Roggenkamp, named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not.
1: If you go on things I found online on the Instagram, Are we still on you that? can see different versions of me looking surprised at what I'm looking at on screen. <laughs> just FYI. Wait, it's that, a fun we, look. we were done with it. Why did you go I back to that segment? I don't know. I just felt like bringing it up again. <laughs> and I'm not the only, you're not the only one who can do awkward transitions. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so uh, two things I liked. I really liked the the last runway. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Uh, there were things that I think we're obviously going to get into that you know that I just could not watch. Um, so mm-hmm. I think I there just, were things that uh, I saw
0: that yeah, I was like, Glory must have gotten hungry.
1: No, I, I, I just literally had to like put the phone down and just wait for it to be over. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I really liked I thought everybody brought it. Um, I like that Vander won. I thought she should win, although I do have a comment about that, but I thought, oh you know she's been the best overall, mm-hmm. so I thought that she I was glad that she won. Mm-hmm. The one thing I didn't like was that they invited all of the they brought all the drag queens back to life, yeah, but only for that round table that Jesus round table to mm-hmm. be like just to just to have this like weird like thing that they did before which is going to everybody and asking them each one who they you know do you have a question who they think they should move on blah blah blah. and then and then they killed them all again i thought they were gonna just help be the decision deciders for who wins i thought that would have been fun but it was just the round table so i thought that was kind of lame but um i also would like to know how why Pinche just wasn't there yeah, I we'll get to that when we get to that segment, because I, I have thoughts
0: on that as well. You know, here's the deal. Uh, two things that I liked. Um, I really liked the floor show. I liked the idea of the filth, the glamour, and horror uh, yeah. as looks. And I, w- I wish you could have seen what other people were doing, too. But I, I really like seeing that those looks. Uh, two, another thing that I liked, I actually liked the idea of The Last Supper. Um. Uh-huh. But uh, I wish... I, yeah, I think you're right. I, I, there could have been more. And the one thing I didn't like, again, like I think it's a common complaint with Dracula season one. It was the episode was just needlessly long. Like, well, yeah,
1: I mean, but that that's something that you gotta like kind of just be like, all right, let's settle in. It's gonna be long for no reason.
0: Yeah, but the other thing though is, it, and, and RuPaul's Drag Race is also like this, where it's like. They, they have all this time where it's just, like, wasted time, okay? Yeah. And then they crown the person, and they get out in 10 seconds. And yeah. Like, I wanted to see more, like, how do you feel about winning? You know who does it right? Is this... Uh, you ever watched The Great British Baking Show?
1: The, yeah. I watch a couple of episodes. I haven't seen the one where they win. Okay, I so on the I one where they I haven't actually watched, like, a winning episode. So on the
0: one where they win, it's, like, the last 10 minutes they've done the bake, and then... Outside, They're always in a tent on some estate. And outside, they've invited all their friends and family to come for a picnic. oh Okay. So all not only their friends, but all the contestants who were on before there. Everyone's there. So all ten contestants, all their friends, all their family. It's a big party, right? Yeah. And then after they finished the judging, they don't know who the winner is, but after they finished the judging for the the, the judges tell them what they think, they all walk outside, and then everyone's cheering for them as they walk out with their final baked good. And then they announce who the winner is, and then they do what they talk to other, the former contestants. What do they think about this person winning? They talk to the people who didn't win. They talk to the winner. And by the way, on the Great British Baking Show, all they win is a stupid cake plate. They don't win money yeah. or anything, right? But it's I'm just, saying. What it's I'm just saying
1: notoriety, is, right? Yeah, it's just notoriety
0: like for being a rad baker. But the point I'm making is. They spend a lot of time with the winner and the people and what people think about the winner and all that. They don't do Drag Race is like the same thing. It's just like you win the end, you know. It's like it, it doesn't spend any time on it at all. And I want to, I want to see what they feel. How do that? What do they think about winning? And there's not really any of that.
1: Do you think they maybe wait to do that because they always have those like shows where they'll do like a reunion or you know they cu- so they kind of want to bilk it for. Yeah, maybe dra- you know a drag race. But also, is drag do I it? mean, I don't know if we're allowed to give it away. But when we went, I went to the live show, and you probably talked about this. So maybe I'm not giving anything away. But they did. They not. They announced all three people as the winners. Yeah, yeah. When the you. drag race, and so then you didn't know who was going to be the winner until mm-hmm. you watched the show, which I get because you don't want people who've seen the live show to spoil it. But also, it's like they can't really dive in because they don't have they don't know who's going to be the winner so oh,
0: i see on well, that case you're right but on, on dracula I, I doubt that they had all three go through it and have blood spilled on them and they have to yeah. clean up and reset no 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 all right let's so this is, so we're, this next segment i'm going to read for a long time laurie but then we'll talk okay
1: okay i'm going to go to the bathroom really i'm kidding I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> i was like what You know what I'm gonna say.
0: All right. The episode opens up with Dracmorda and Swanthula asleep in their beds, while visions of dead drag queens dance in their heads. Vander von Odd is hanged. Melissa B. Fierce is smothered by the pillow, and Frankie Doom is hit over the head with a wrench. I'm gonna stop right here. All very disappointing death scenes for them, by the way.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Well, those were the. I feel like the. I feel like those were the worst. You know, it, all, I mean, all the death scenes were never really that great. Like, they were all kind of just, like, you know, like, f- Foxy as You was just, like, tricked into an ice freezer by just having dollars, you know, yeah. and dollar bills. And it's just like, okay. All right. I just feel like it was, like, literally, they were they just, like, showed up mm-hmm. to set and were like, okay, how, how should we kill you? And then they just kind of came up with it on the fly, you yeah. know? hmm So...
0: Alright, next, the Boulet brothers and their faithful manservant Israel enter the vault and examine the corpses of the eliminated queens. When they realize that Loris isn't dead, they kill her just to bring her back to life. Pinche queen is represented by a pile of ashes and doesn't get the chance to be revived. When we return, the Boulet brothers are seated in the middle of a long table. They are flanked by Vander Von Odd, Frankie Doom, and Melissa B. Fierce, while the dead queens, all dressed in red, are brought back to life. Each of the queens takes turns attacking Melissa and praising Vander and Frankie. When the supper is over, the limited queens are laid back to rest, and the remaining queens are sent to work on their outfits for the floor show. Lloyd Rocking Camp, your thoughts on everything that happened up to that point.
1: The one thing I have is so. What is the deal with the Boulay brothers? Are they like a couple? Or are they actually brothers? Or like they're a couple. why are they sleeping they're, in the same bed? That was weird. They're a couple.
0: I know. It's, it's funny because the show the show is so weird. It is so. Um, Multiple personality about itself because, like, in in some ways, it lives in this universe where it's like a, a gothic horror universe and monsters exist, and then yeah. there's another universe where it's a drag show and it's a reality show and everyone knows this is what it is. And I guess, so I, I guess, if their character, I, I, I'm assuming that their characters are brothers, right? But in oh, real- so they aren't actually brothers. No, the real people are boyfriends. And they've been what? together for years.
1: Yes, that's creepy. Yeah,
0: the real guys are just two boyfriends who have been a couple for years, and then they do these characters of the Boulet brothers. But I don't know if the characters are brothers and or sisters, or if they're also I don't know, I don't know. And I can I can sort of get the like creepiness of not knowing, but but then but then also like this whole so we live we live in a universe. Where yeah. they live in a castle, and that's also a theater, and uh, where these monsters, they, they have the ability to bring people back to life and kill them, and they have a manservant, and they drink blood. But then, the people who are remaining, they have to go take a week in their normal life
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and get ready for a drag show.
1: Also, like the goal of the show was to kill them all, mm-hmm. or... Like it just didn't make any. Like, what was the goal? what What was their get? Like, what did they want from the show? Because it seemed like they were like, they wanted to kill everybody. But yeah. then also, then in the, in the when they were having the nightmares, it was like they were having the nightmares about killing people. <laughs> yeah, but they and they were killed... having a shared nightmare yeah. about it. So it was like they were scared about it. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, they already killed five people. Yeah, and so then they were upset, and then they all which by the way go and we watch the uh them sitting at the laying at the um on the ground at the in the cellar and then also when they're at the table it's really funny like ursula can't cannot hold her breath to save her life <laughs> she's like her chest is like heaving the whole uh-huh. time
0: yeah
1: um and then there are a couple of them like Loris and a couple of them who just don't want to get dirty mm-hmm. so they're like trying to like hover over the f- the ceiling <laughs> not the ceiling but the floor they're trying to like lay discreetly on the floor but they keep jittering and moving it's really funny i was watching that well, i feel
0: also at the table when they're in the table and they're supposed to be asleep i think it is ursula as well where you're like bitch what you're not asleep like
1: oh she's yeah well they're dead they're supposed to be dead they're supposed to be all dead and then they be brought to life mm-hmm. and then but then only uh, only Meatball and and uh, Sochi Mochi spit stuff out. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, I thought it was hilarious that Sochi Mochi picked this episode to be like an actual diva. I was just like, really? You couldn't have brought that sass out in any of the show when you were actually a contestant?
0: I think she's still mad that Melissa punched her in a challenge where it was yeah. wrestling.
1: Yeah, well, and also it's just like, okay, who cares? Like it was just get over it, you know.
0: Okay, well let's let's let, let's take it piece by piece. So have we have you said everything you had to say about the teaser, about the about seeing the girls and get murdered?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just except for that, it was it was kind of boring. I thought it went on really long. Yeah. It was like it felt like weird because it was like they kept showing each murder, and then also they would go back and forth between uh each brother mm-hmm. you know it was like they had a shared nightmare yeah um and then uh also i thought israel look like israel put on some weight <laughs> i don't know I why know. that bugged I, 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 I me saw, I but saw, i was like it, yeah. oh israel they're getting a little
0: fat yeah he's wearing cargo shorts and a hawaiian shirt yeah, you know, he was.
1: <laughs> he had a lampshade on his head.
0: Yeah, and he had a bow on his back. His entire yeah. back was exposed, and it was a bow. Yeah, and, and then, but then he had he had to dress up for a podcast, and he yeah, wore a blouse yeah. because he's that, actually
1: on the things I found online. He's really good. He's yeah. really into politics. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, um, <laughs>
0: yeah. he's really into
1: politics. Yeah, and he was wearing a really cute top. I
0: wanted to see yeah. where he got it.
1: He really helped us figure out. You know, uh-huh. george's is a segregation and stuff and the the issues that that brings yeah so i was like
0: oh. yeah he had a lot to say about the florida recount oh, yeah and yeah. all the yeah. you know the, the different you know, legal ramifications of do you recount what is you know when you have a deadline is it better to to stick to the deadline or do you do you go yeah. past the deadline to the account i know is and also just you know what does it mean for orange county california to maybe turning blue is it going to turn blue and dana Rohrabacher gone what does that mean
1: i know he had a lot of complex thoughts was sort of yeah a, he was really good also he made a lot of hanging chad puns so it was, <laughs> it was good it was a, it was an overall it was a banner night yeah he kept making a lot of obscure political references like hanging chad and i remember <laughs> the part where he brought
0: up gary hart and just oh did like yeah 1986 jokes about monkey business you have to that tell boat. me i was yeah. i was there i know it was really weird okay what about the vault visit now when they brought him back to life yeah now do you th- here's what i want to talk about do you think there's one of two options that happened? That Pinche was like, fuck no, I'm not coming back for your fucking reunion. You eliminated me first, right? And so they're like Okay, well she has to be a pile of ashes. Or do you think it's like Pinche was like, Oh, I can't wait for this reunion and they're like, ooh, awkward Pinche, you see the problem is we burned you and there's sort of a continuity issue? No,
1: no, no. I'm sorry, but I'm going to call BS. I don't think that Dracula was worried about continuity. I don't think they were like, guys, we got to stick to character. Yeah, you like- were burned. And so, <laughs> we're talking about the same people that just had meatballs stay in place while they cut her, while they chopped her neck, chopped her head off. They were just like, stay, like, like that was going to be the way that yeah. they killed her.
0: Yeah, she doesn't so, even like, try and move anything.
1: I don't think they're worried about logistics. Uh, no, I honestly, I think, you know, I think it's probably somewhere in between. I would like to think that it was probably like maybe they she couldn't make it work schedule-wise or, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. But the way that they talked when she got eliminated was that everybody, I guess, thought that she was going to go. She was going to be like one of the front runners. Yeah. So maybe she just kind of when she was eliminated first, she just got a little she was embarrassed or she was upset or something mm-hmm. that she you know so who knows knows? um now let's talk about
0: that last supper what do you okay let's let's here's my here's my takeaway from it okay yeah is um that one it why you kind of hit on this is they went around the table and they have them ask one question right and then but there was another part where they adam had to give advice you're like you lost the competition, and they're not yeah. judging. So what? Why do we care about their advice?
1: Also, it's like, can we stop? Are we still in this in this mode where we're pretending like these people don't know what's coming ahead, like they don't have are haven't already planned out their outfits? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, can we stop pretending like? Like, I honestly, and, and I watched, when I watched the thing, I was like, they didn't use any of the advice. And I was like, I don't honestly think, like, Loris, is she going to give out great advice? No.
0: Yeah, what advice is Loris going to give? But that, that brings me to my point, which is, it seemed like everybody was going after Melissa. And then there was a part where Melissa went after Loris, right?
1: And well, then all, uh, yeah, ahead, but ahead. that was just because, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think Loris, what was funny was, You could just tell, you know, you know how when you don't like somebody, anything they do is dumb, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like when, like, you're just like, oh, well that he, you know, they're carrying, they're putting groceries into their car. What are they, an idiot? Why can't they just, (laughs) you know, (laughs) why do they have to put them in that way? That's dumb. Mm hmm. So I honestly feel like anything, Laura. if Loris had said, great job, Melissa would have been like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. You know, who do you think you are? But then I think, I forgot who it was, but I think it was Meatball. Mm-hmm. Meatball said the, almost the same thing as Loris did, and, and Melissa was like, I love you, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. Well, I just think that everybody
0: hates Loris, but why don't Well, do you think... she's
1: just so annoying.
0: She is. And now, I want to mention this here, because let's talk about it right here. Yeah. Mel- Melissa B Fierce has agreed to come on the show and be interviewed, okay? But I still she, don't believe it. I still, a, still I will show this. you the email address. But this is the funny thing. is Lori has done shows with famous comedians. She's she did a show with Robin Williams. Remember that?
1: Yeah, but that was like a fluke. Okay. That was a fluke. All of the famous people were flukes. Like it wasn't like I like they didn't know me or planned to, you know, they didn't go like, yeah, sure. You know, they just literally like dropped in and were like, "Hey, can I be on the show?" Yeah. You know, and that's that's not the same. But thing.
0: you performed on stage with Robin Williams, co- comedy legend Robin Williams and you I told Lori that uh, Melissa yeah. B Fierce was going to be in, uh, interviewed and you would have thought that Robin Williams came back from the dead and agreed to be interviewed. You were so <laughs> excited.
1: I was I was very excited. I was I I'm wor- still worried that I would have messed it up. Well, what's really funny is I
0: asked you, and I want to hear your thoughts here. Because before I asked, before I approached Melissa, and if Melissa ever listens, you are the first one we approached. I asked Lori, I said, "Of all the Dracula queens, who do you want to interview most?" And you said, "Melissa, be fierce." Now, why did you say Melissa be fierce?
1: Well, because I mean, I just feel like. I don't I guess I just want to know like what her I wanna like get to know her more and find out like why she decided to do competition. And also it's like what is the difference? Like I just I guess I don't understand the the white hot hatred that it seemed like some of these drag queens had Mm -hmm. that was surprising towards the end of the of the show Mm -hmm. that she was a you know a supposed pageant queen. It's like who gives a shit? She beat all of you. Like it doesn't matter. But do you, you think know? it sort of felt like
0: maybe that these were the nerdy kids who the pageant queens are mean to and then why is she coming into our safe space? Do you get, get, get that sense?
1: No, because it's like, who cares? You know, it's like I, I honestly I think that mentality is a little dumb because it's like if you're going to treat somebody the way that you were treated, then how are you any better than that person? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Vander always says, like, you know, there's layers to it. You know, you kind of have to just do, you just do, if you're good, just, just work your best and whoever wins wins, you know? Yeah. So I just think that a lot of, but I also want to know, like, cause I feel like Melissa's, she has more of like the inside gossip than anybody else, mm-hmm. so I feel like i i want to know I also want to know why she just doesn't like Loris because well, also she was there the whole time you
0: know, what the, the only people that were there the whole time were Vander Melissa and uh Frankie doom,
1: yeah, and I just uh, frankie just kind of i just don't i don't know, I just didn't really think that she was that good, and everybody kept saying that she was she was like a true monster, and I was like eh. Up until recently, she bought most. She she even admitted to buying most of her costumes. After we
0: um, interview Melissa, I think I might want to interview Loris. Oh
1: yeah, I might be absent for that interview. Oh really? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I just I guess my whole thing with Loris is that she you know who she reminds me of. She reminds me of like Jim Tierney, who was like a comedian who used to do like really like weirdly rapey jokes and then would be like I don't understand why comedians don't want to talk to me. It's like yeah, cuz you're a freaking weirdo, dude. Um
0: okay, wait. So have you said everything you want to say about the last supper, about the vault visit and the teaser?
1: Oh, uh the last supper I just thought it was weird. I thought it was weird that like people kept like I don't know. I I just didn't I didn't get why they needed to have that. They were saying in the beginning that when they brought when they went down, they said they wanted it seemed like they wanted to use them to influence them for the show. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like it influenced anything. I feel like they just did it just to fill time. But like you mentioned last time, what time do they need to fill? They're not playing for commercials They, Mm -hmm. you know, they could they could literally do this competition in 10 minutes. Yeah, they really could. And so it's like, what What do they need to get? Why do they have to fill it with so much stuff? Oh, wait a minute. You know what I, we, I didn't
0: notice? I, I, I was looking up the looks for the season one finale. There was a Dragula reunion on the YouTube show, Look at Her. Oh, no, no, the show's Hey Queen, but there was a segment called Look at Her. And they did they did a reunion on there because uh, uh, Hey Queen was the producer of the episode. Hmm, I didn't realize
1: that. The, I, I also felt like it was just a way for them to all get their jabs in to mm-hmm. people, you know, Yeah. to be like, oh, so, and you know, Melissa's this and this is, you know, and so I thought that was funny. But yeah, it just was long. That's about it. What do you what do you think?
0: Um.
1: Yeah, you know, but this is
0: not to spoil anything, but sadly, I actually think this reunion that this Last Supper is better than the one in season two. The season, really, the season two one I felt dragged even longer, and oh boy. I, I think the season two one is its own episode. I feel like I, mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like in the Last Supper in season two is its own episode and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And but what's funny though is there's a part during the Last Supper when yeah. um, somebody start. Oh, I think it's uh, Sochi Mochi is trying to make a point, and then Drac Mort is like hurry up, hurry up, we don't have time to listen to you talk. And I'm like, bitch, have you seen yourself yeah. walk across a room? Like, this is a show that has spent minutes showing us Morda and Swanthula and Israel standing on a cliff from different angles. And they're like, come on, Sochi, come on, come on. That's like my co-host Evan telling me to finish the sentence.
1: Yeah, or that would be me telling you to get to the point. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like when they when they when they tell you that they uh you know that they want when they were like oh we need to hurry up now that we've had our closet it's like what why what part you know who who's literally whoever's timing the show needs to get fired because they're not doing their job. But here's so, the thing too:
0: the reason you don't hurry her up, and this actually happened. I'm going to talk about season two right now. Actually, is they have a person, well, well no, maybe they don't. But in theory, they have someone who edits the show. So you can let people live while you're taping go on as long as they want, trusting that the editor will just edit it down. The same thing happens in season two, and we'll get to it when we get to season two, where there's an actual fight going on. Like an, these two queens are going at it. And yeah. Drac Morta stops it. She's like, ah, stop, 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 stop. This is boring, you know, and you're like, bitch, what? It wasn't boring at all.
1: And just don't edit it. Just let the fight happen. It was so weird. But just, yeah. Well, and what I would love, I love then. And that means that the editor literally looked at all of the footage and was like, this is too good. I can't edit any of this. This is all, this is all gold. This all needs to be in the episode. This is all worth it. Yeah.
0: And then, and then they go, you have two weeks. No, work on your outfits. I actually do think they actually had two weeks on this case. This is actually one where I think they, I, I don't think they were lying. I think they gave them two weeks.
1: I think they had two weeks, but I don't think it was, I th- I think I, I agree with what you said last week. I don't think it was like, I don't think the timeline is the same, you know? Like, I think they had two weeks, but I think oh, it was like,
0: oh, you're right. You're right. You're right.
1: I think they might have filmed stuff out of, you know. Right.
0: You're right. I think you're 100% right. So I think they had two weeks from San Francisco. You're completely right. Because they're not going to hold the theater for that long. So Well, they I, live there. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. So they can just get it whenever. But, yeah. <laughs> but I think you're right. I think that uh they came back from san francisco the girls had two weeks and then they filmed the last supper and then they filmed you're right i think you're right that makes more sense production wise okay let's move on it's one week later and we check in on vander melissa and frankie as they get ready for the floor show they all talk about how badly they want this pointless crown next the floor show uh the girls need to represent the three main components of dragula filth glamour and horror the girls show off their efforts and the boulet brothers critique each of them and finally, in the last word, after all is said and done, the Boulet brothers crown Vander Van Odd as the winner of Dracula. As Vander walks the runway with her skeleton crown and scepter, she is bathed in blood before we see the title screen of Dracula. La- Lori, let's talk about the looks. Let's talk about all these moments. Let's talk about your final thoughts on this episode. Go. What did you think about the check-ins when we checked in on them one week later?
1: Uh, I thought it was, it was, interesting i also thought it was kind of sad like you know how they go like never follow a hippie to a second location wait no i've never it's heard like, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. i've never heard that before what
1: yeah there's one saying never follow a hippie to a second location uh what that mean? it's like never follow a drag queen back to her apartment it's like it was kind of sad i was like oh like frankie seemed like he lived in like his parents house and had yeah. like a room yeah, because I was just like, "Oh man!" Like it was like, it, but uh, it was sad in like a way of like, "Wow, you guys are really putting everything you have into mm-hmm. this." Well, Frank, you seem like still re- not that great.
0: Frank put um, like horror posters on the wall and everything. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I I thought it was in, I thought it was good. I I uh I liked I wish they would have done more, more check-ins, mm-hmm. you know? Like I wish we could have seen uh you know like in Drag Race when they when they give them a thing and then they go like, "Okay, and make make the costume." And you kind of yeah. see them making the costume. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have done that for for this, for mm-hmm. Dracula. I wish they would have had like why don't they just have the theater or have them in the dungeon making costumes yeah. or something, you know? Yeah. But like gets, I, I I wish they would have had that instead of the that could see that's this kind of stuff that's like if it's gonna be long add interesting things don't yeah. just have like weird awkward pauses in between conversations yeah um i uh yeah i liked it i thought it was neat i want to uh, go back to something you said what sorry i, I want to go
0: back to something you said earlier okay I want you to explain that don't follow a hippie to a second location.
1: Oh, it's like, for me, I've always heard that it's like a, it's like twofold. It's like you, you, nothing ever goes well when you follow what, you know, like it just gets worse. Like you Mm -hmm. think you're having a fun time, Mm -hmm. you're doing fun things. And then when you, when you go to a second location, it's always just like, it gets, you know, you don't have you don't have a way out. You're yeah. sort of stuck there, yeah. You know, sort of thing. So it's just it's just sort of a saying of like, just you know, don't don't overindulge. So it's not like you might get murdered. Uh, you might OD, mm-hmm. but you won't get murdered. Oh, I've never heard that before ever. That's yeah. I've just one of the more colorful things my parents have told me. Uh, also, you, either- you don't have this sense that God gave green apples. Wait, what? That's <laughs> another thing What my is, mom used to
0: what, say. does what it? Say again?
1: You don't have the sense that God gave green apples. What does that mean? It means that you're dumb. You don't have common but wait, sense. But you don't is, have the sense wait, that... So what? God gave green apples more sense than you. Oh, you don't have the sense. I get... So
0: y- you're so dumb that you don't have less sense than a green apple that...
1: Yeah. But why a green apple? Are green apples known to be dumber than other apples? I think it's just the alliteration. God gave green apples. I think it's just, I don't know. I think that's why.
0: But why isn't it like that God gave guavas? Because that even works better poetically. Well, my
1: family's white. <laughs> that's, that's why it's not guavas. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't make the sayings.
0: I, I think you need to make a book of the colorful sayings that your parents may
1: say. It's just two, those
0: two.
1: Those are the only two.
0: <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. I, I've never heard either phrase ever in my life.
1: <laughs> what if you're, what? What sayings did your parents used to say when you were when you were uh, younger? Um, shut up, dummy! Oh yeah, my mom always used to say that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now people in the chat room have been giving their own like "God gave green grapes."
1: Okay, I can see that. My my. My mom, my grandma said apples, so I guess my my mom said apples. So who knows? And, and also, someone said maybe God it's gave, God G- gave green grapes.
0: God gave garden
1: gourds. God gave garden gourds.
0: How about that, God gave that Gar- person just a show off? How about God gave Greta Garbo?
1: Yeah, because I mean, I guess Garbo, I don't know. Is Greta Greta Garbo known as a pretty dumb person?
0: No, she's known as pretty smart, but she also like left Hollywood and left fame.
1: Oh, so you could see it as a take it or leave it kind of thing yeah um anyway back to this show but then oh so then so that yeah i don't remember too much other than the fact that i was just kind of like also all of them seemed like they were hoarders i feel (laughs) like this a second reality show they could have gone on was hoarders (laughs) or is (laughs) how clean is your house um you know what's so funny that you say that in the in the legendary film paris is burning
0: Have you ever seen paris is burning
1: i i know i have but i don't remember a lot about it i saw it a while ago well this
0: isn't in paris is burning but they talk to a drag queen a legendary drag queen in paris is burning and what you come to find out this is not there's so many things that are not in the movie because they happened after or whatever uh uh-huh. her name's dorian cory okay okay and she's like sort of the elder uh drag queen in sort of you know imparts her wisdom and then she dies Right, she uh-huh. dies very shortly after they film Paris is Burning, and when they go through her apartment, they found a mummified body. That's a,
1: right, I remember that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So that see, I maybe drag queens would be. They should have a special hoard, drag drag queen hoarders. I think you've hit on something. Thank you. Yeah. Afterthought Media is going to produce that. We'll ask Melissa to be the first one. Are you going to ask her yeah. about her sad place? When you I'm have gonna a, what are you gonna ask her I gonna I can be like Melissa I saw your place and it seemed like you're a hoarder
1: I mean she still had bones be fierce the dog from the from the uh legally blonde episode oh she did which is what I'm naming it so uh, and I I guarantee when we ask her she probably still has bones be fierce mm-hmm. so I feel like you know well you don't
0: have a- the sense that Beelzebub gave bones be fierce yeah <laughs> Oh, wait, sorry. Wait, wait. You don't have the sense that Beelzebub bestowed on Boned Be Fierce.
1: That's a mouthful. That's a penis full. You know
0: what? Um, I want to go back to something you said, actually.
1: Okay. When I was about 25,
0: I went to Hawaii so for a work trip. this was like,
1: what, 40, 40 years ago?
0: <laughs> 40 years ago, yeah. No, it was like two years ago. We're talking about Lori. Oh, anyway, okay. when I was 25, I uh-huh. went to Hawaii for a work trip.
1: Was this when they first became a? This <laughs> were first granted in the United States. It
0: was a year before uh, Pearl Harbor.
1: Oh, okay. And um, so I'm in I'm in Hawaii, and
0: a friend had joined me, right? And we went to this gay bar, and we met this really hot guy. Okay, and we had a really good time with him. He's super smoking hot. One of the hottest guys, uh, that because I'm, I'm a spoiler alert. I hooked up with right. Okay. Kind of hippyish. Right. Okay. I followed him to several locations, but I'm going to tell you the wisdom in that saying is you're right. Because that is, the, but the, the whole story is so long. And maybe I'll tell it after we talk about the show. Okay. Right? But it just kept escalating to a more and more dangerous situation to the point where after we said goodbye to him, after the night of hooking up, my friend and I changed hotel rooms so he wouldn't be able to find us again.
1: Oh, my God. So I think you're (laughs) right. Yeah, that's not
0: good. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you never follow a hippie.
1: And that man was Mike Pence.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to accuse you of stealing a joke. Israel made that same joke on that political podcast you were on, and
1: it killed. (laughs) I didn't know what you were saying at first. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) You joke thief he did i i have been using that oh israel cracked a lot of good jokes yeah Uh, um you know what'd be funny we've never really heard
0: israel speak wouldn't be funny if israel actually is like a super super like smart guy
1: oh yeah you know or he has like a british accent or something i'm gonna write
0: this down we should really try and book israel
1: Oh I would love to talk to him.
0: I have so many questions for Israel
1: he, he well like you said he he worked production so he probably has like more knowledge of like how the show is structured yeah because I would really like to know why they why they have the like is it were they trying to mesh the live show with television or were these just totally different segments mm-hmm. you know?
0: I don't know I'm actually do you think he's Israel Boulet?
1: Like, what do you think his name is? Is he part of? Is it like a throuple? Is he part of the the couple? I don't think he's their son or their other brother. I found him. What?
0: I think I found him. Oh wait, well, that's, no, that's I not see. him. That's not him. Very close though. someone in the chat room? Could you find Israel please on Instagram and put his Instagram handle on? I can't. I'm doing a show. I can't look for. I can't. I can't be bothered with that. Could someone in the chat room please find Israel's Instagram handle? And put it in the chat room, thank you um so, okay, so did you have any other thoughts on the episode so we so we done oh let's talk oh about yeah the, looks. the episode
1: yeah. so here's what i I wanted to ask you, yeah, because this is something I've thought about is a problem that happens in a lot of com in a lot of reality show competitions, yeah, it happens a lot in ink master, which is this competition I sh- show I watch, which is about tattoos, okay, which is Vander van on, yeah. We can, I think we can safely say she was the front runner for the season, right? From the it was beginning. like going in, everybody was like, she's probably going to win mm-hmm. because she was really great. Yeah. I personally felt like Melissa B. Fierce did better in the last runway than Vander Van Odd did. But here's my question in a reality you. show competition with the final show. Is it all is it cumulative, mm-hmm. or is it just based off that one runway?
0: You know, it's funny that you say that. I, I think there's a com- I think there's a combination in the on drag race, I think it's more comp- more complex. Um, I think there's a combination of what with the I think there's a combination on gr- drag race. So on drag race, I think that they take into account how they've done so far, how many times have they lip-synced, how did they do particularly that episode, was it bad enough to counter the other stuff, and then ultimately, how was the lip-sync, and then also, ultimately, how good are they for the show in terms of television? Yeah. Okay? On, and on the other side, I truly feel, and this is not to bring up the show again, on the Great British Baking Show, I feel that they are really just judged on the weekend that they're working. So I feel on any given week, a baker, no matter how good, could go home.
1: Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen them being like top dog one day, yeah. one show, and then literally the next episode go home. Yeah. And it I've seen that. But the, see, that's the thing. It's like, do you think that... That should be good. Do you think that's good? Because like I've on Ink Master, there was a very controversial season. Mm -hmm. I think it was like season five or six or something, Mm -hmm. where this guy Clean Rock One was the front runner for the whole show. Basically, he was he was like he's gonna win Mm -hmm. the show, Mm -hmm. and then him and this other guy Jason, who you know wasn't really the front runner, was kind of stumbled a lot. Mm -hmm. He but. Jason did really, really well the final show, the final show with his final tattoos, and he won the show. And mm-hmm. so it was like, well, does did he deserve to win? Because he did do the best, the best out of the whole co- out of that night, mm-hmm. but he didn't do the best out of the whole competition. And so I'm torn because I feel like Vander did. I feel like sh- I'm glad she won. I will say that mm-hmm. I'm glad she won. Yeah. I basically anybody but frankie i felt frankie kind of was like eh but i vander i'm glad she won but i felt i didn't really feel like her like i thought melissa's all all three of her costumes had a story Mm -hmm. and had a theme and had like these really complex things going into them and vander i felt like kind of just sort of did like generic Costumes throughout most like the only thing that she did that was crazy, which is something I couldn't really watch, was when she made herself throw up and then you know dove on apparently I guess dove on the vomit or did something to the vomit because I Mm -hmm. couldn't watch after that. Mm -hmm. But I even though you you drink
0: period because there was was a lot of blood in this episode. Did you get hungry and turned on at the same
1: time watching all the blood? I did not. No, I did not get a person who wanted to drink someone's period blood i did not no i've never said that you've projected that on me so i honestly feel like that's something that you want Mm -hmm. you want to do that's like my girlfriend keeps making toe foot fetish jokes and i'm starting to think now that she's really into she wants to be she wants to have a foot fetish well, or how she do you want to fetish. have a fetish?
0: Don't you just have the fetish or you don't? How do you want to have a fetish?
1: Well, I think she does. I think she has it, and she's trying to see if I'll be into it. And I think that she's trying to play it off like, oh, ha, 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 wouldn't it be funny if this happened? It's like, no.
0: I want to go wouldn't. back to something you said. Let's say you were at a party, and you met Ben and Jerry from Ben oh, and Jerry's Ice Cream. Okay. Do I have to
1: be at a party?
0: Okay, you're at some event where you meet Ben and Jerry. Okay. okay and they're hippies. Uh-huh. And they go, Laurie. we like you. Uh-huh. We want to take you to the factory where we, factory where we make ice cream. Uh-huh. Are you going with them? What time is it? Mm, 3 p.m. <sighs> sure. Okay. Well, all right. Just want to make sure there.
1: Um. Now, you know, it's so funny. Now, if it was 3 a.m., no.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Now, now I, I wouldn't follow anyone at 3 a.m. Yeah. Anywhere. In fact, the the more wholesome you make the person, the scarier it becomes at 3 a.m. Like if I said if like if that oh, like yesterday a, a, a Catholic priest said, come with me at 3 a.m. no hoo hoo.
1: Oh, if you told me that a, a four year old was like, Hey, do you want to come out of my house? Yeah, I'd be like, No, four year old, you're a demon. Yeah, 3 trapped a a in a four year old's body. Yeah. And I know this for sure. Yeah. Or like,
0: yeah, anyone at three a.m. But but again, like I said, like In a weird kind of way, if Jason came to my door, and he was like from Friday the Thirteenth, oh oh, oh. and he was like, "Come with me," I I might actually go. I'm saying that the more innocent and wholesome the person is at 3 a.m., the less I want to go.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. So you would say like that? uh, You know, that's that's kind of the rationale that women have for dating uh, convicted felons. FYI. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> well, they go, you? I know he's terrible. So it's best that I date him because then he, at least he won't be terrible to me.
0: Well, so. have you seen, have you seen that hot convicted felon, Jeremy Meeks?
1: I think is his name? Oh yeah. But that's old news. Didn't he like divorce yeah. his wife yeah. and now he's married to like a model or yeah. something like that? So
0: hot. Oh my God. I would. So anyway, so here's the point I'm going to make. The point I'm trying to make, Laurie, stop trying to distract me. I'm sorry. Is when I first watched Dracula season one, and I think I told you this. I skipped all the judges' critiques, and I finished the whole thing in under ninety minutes. Wow! I literally just watched the challenges and the, anything that wasn't a judge's critique. Okay, finished it in ninety minutes. And because of that, it didn't necessarily appear to me that Vander Vanad was the front runner because it's so fast. You don't have time to sit on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what? So when I watched the finale in my I don't head, have to say that's what he said, right? No, we all we all felt that. Okay, good. <laughs> when I watched the finale, I thought Melissa B Fierce was clearly the winner. So let me turn your question back on you. Your question to me was, does, does a person's final performance make up for the whole for the cumulative effect? Let's say you were in Bill Word's California's Funniest Female contest. Uh-huh. Right? And it's you Norma Jean and what was the one who took her teeth out?
1: Uh oh, 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 oh. What was her name? Uh, uh Bev 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 Hout. Remember they had that whole Yo yeah, we're going to be talking about that Orange right now. County fight about yeah. how
0: So th- let's actually <laughs> talk about this. <laughs> so it's so, so dumb. So
1: Lori and I
0: when we met, well let's let's finish let, let's finish this and we'll explain who they are. Okay. So you're in California's funniest female with Norma Jean and Bev Hout. Okay. okay and you are just crushing it the uh-huh. entire time and in the very last set you know it's the final set Bev takes her feet her teeth out and just the place just goes crazy and just she just destroys and norma Jean tells does the character of Bev and the whole place just goes G- goes crazy. I love it. And then you do your set and you do okay. You don't yeah. bomb, but you just do okay.
1: Is this on a different day? This is the finale. But this is on, it's the finale's on a different day yeah, then. Yeah, different
0: day. Okay. Do does Norma, let's say Norma Jean does better than Bev? Does Norma Jean win the whole thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, if she gets the Yeah, comedy competitions are very in the moment. Like mm-hmm. the that they're not like uh you know oh this person did great one day so i'm gonna vote for him now you know it's very much like what do you got for me now sort of thing so that's kind of how why i was like i wonder why competitions kind of have like a, you know a a more like oh well overall they seem to do well sort of thing
0: any final thoughts on the dragula show
1: uh I mean, that's pretty much it. I, I would say, like, the one thing that I I still think is that I think that I felt like Melissa kind of got a raw deal. Like I like I said, I think Vander did great. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she won that night. I thought she won the rest of the competition. I don't think she won that night. You know?
0: I, I think you're right. I think you're right. But I think it's good that they went with Vander because I think I feel like and I, I don't disagree with you. I feel Melissa did do well that episode. But I feel Melissa, as a pageant queen, was just going for another crown, whereas I feel with Vander, this was really important to Vander, and that really meant something to him, and he was going to really take the crown and do something serious with it, which he did.
1: But what, I mean, serious with what? Was he going to donate to charity? Like, what do they, I don't understand what they, they make it sound like these drag queens, like you know, that they do like ambassador work, you know, there
0: is a lot of gravitas that comes with going out on stage with a crucifix, shoved up your ass and, and, uh, wearing a crown of thorns and bleeding all over yourself. There is, and and puking on stage. Oh, okay. And they come out and shitting on stage as well. There's a lot, there's a lot to that. And I think it's offensive that you've hosted this whole season. and You don't see that.
1: Um, I will say also say that i uh I didn't necessarily I felt like they missed a really big opportunity the belay brothers and like having some kind of like last killing thing where they killed oh, Frankie yeah. and mm-hmm. and and uh uh God I can't think of her name now and Melissa um or but then they just sh- like. I thought what they were going to do was like the blood was going to be the blood of all the victims. And you were going to see like, you know, but it's just it was just blood for some unknown reason. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I would say it was it was interesting. I mean, it's the first full drag
0: show I've ever watched. So I like that you're trying to uh, bring serious gravitas to a show that had, you know, that had the the drag queens chase a go-go boy around a desert.
1: Yeah, well, dressed as a zombie. I feel like if you're going to do something, do it correctly. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's your favorite part from the from season one? I'm trying to think of mine, but what what would be yours?
0: Hmm.
1: Like an entire episode or a moment
0: from the episode? Whatever. Entire episode, I might say the first one because that was actually a good challenge—the Wicked Witch challenge. I thought was good, and you get to meet them and stuff. Um, moment my favorite moment might be when Loris was having an allergic reaction and the Boulet brothers didn't know what to do, and the <clears throat> Karen wanted to know if they wanted to film it.
1: And that sassy gay man <laughs> behind the camera, do I have to keep filming?
0: <laughs> and then and then Lowells yelled at the girl, she's like, Carrie, we're filming. <laughs>
1: uh uh, why? What's your favorite moment? Uh, my favorite episode was the one where they did the they went up to the uh, Death Valley. Oh yeah. Um, and they had all of the fat <laughs> people <laughs> barge through walls. <laughs> um, and uh, my favorite moment was Loris when Loris <laughs> gave the speech that she. Oh yeah. I have taken for two years. I have chosen not to eat meat. Yeah. And but she not that... i not today.
0: But yeah, she has that mask on.
1: Yeah, and, and then like, and then it was like the and then it it took like forever for her to take off the mask because she waited till after her <clears> speech throat> to throat> to start taking off her makeup. Yeah, so she's, not, she's no dummy. Yeah, I'd say that's probably my favorite moment. Now let me ask you this question: What cause, do you
0: know anything about season two whatsoever?
1: No. Okay. Oh, can I tell you one thing that bugs me real fast, sure. or or do you want to get to no. your question? Go ahead one thing that bugs me and i noticed this when they did the ending where they introduced all of the people from the thing and meatball walks out and she hands out burgers again it's like if she's gonna do that call herself burger (laughs) why is she calling herself meatball (laughs) never once does she throw up she throw out meatballs. She's always have a cheeseburger, or hamburger that she's throwing around and diving on, but never a meatball.
0: Wouldn't she say so. that a, a hamburger is just a flattened meatball? <clears throat> no. Oh, all right.
1: No, I don't. I wouldn't. I would not say that. Oh, all
0: right. Well, so here's my question: What are you looking forward to? What are you anticipating for on um, season three? Uh, season two?
1: Well, I feel like with each season, the the people who do the season, hopefully, they watch it so they understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so I look forward to seeing like I guess he- more heightened versions of what we saw, mm-hmm. you know, last season. Um, you said that a lot of the logistics are better, like the sound and stuff like that.
0: I don't remember. Maybe someone in the chat room might be able to say, but I don't remember about the sound.
1: Um, I'm hoping that there's not so much, uh, there's not a lot of dead time like mm-hmm. they had before, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, just like, I guess just more like, um, more, it's just interesting, you know, like, I don't think it's the fact that it's a YouTube competition show, I don't think means that they ha- it has to be filled with so much dead air. You know, and I think that's exactly what they had. And so it's just like, why, you know, just have interesting moments. Yeah. So
0: But but what do you uh, do you have, do you have any predictions of what will happen? What kind of queens are you looking for? What do you wish that they will have?
1: I hope they have uh like more like of the um I hope they have like more like like um mon- monster queens, like queens that are like from the scene. Mm-hmm. You know? I hope they have more of them because I felt like uh I feel like that might help. Oh, but also I I feel like they're leaning more since Vander won that they're leaning mm-hmm. more towards having more like newbies. So who knows? I honestly am kind of not really trying to have like a uh a hard opinion. I just really hope that it it just is better as far as like not as long sort of thing.
0: What do you mean not as long? No, the episodes are as and there's 10 episodes this time, not 6.
1: Oh, dear god. Right now.
0: And then once we do season 3 though, then we'll have a long break. We're going to have like a really long. I don't know when season 3 comes out, but uh we're going to have a long stretch there.
1: Can I uh, just say right now that mm-hmm. I pulled a muscle in my groin? doing something right now, and I don't know what it was, but my, my groin is killing me.
0: Well, that concludes this season of the Dragula Recap Show. Join us next time when we will discuss, dissect, and deconstruct the season premiere of Dracula Season 2. So, for Lori Roggenkamp
1: and myself, so long, uglies! Do you think that he put the whole crucifix up his butt? Or just, like, the... Uh, like, how far up his butt?
0: Camp hosts her own podcast called "The Bloody Mary Podcast" with Maria and Laurie. It's available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Laurie Roggen Camp on Instagram at lrog that's L R O G G and on Twitter at Laurie Roggen Camp that's L A U R I R O G G E N K A M P. Joe Batanz is one of the hosts of the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is hosted by two people who give their dumb opinions on a show that's widely available on the internet. So it goes without saying that Hello Uglies has nothing to do with the following The Boulet Brothers, Dracula, Hey Queen, Johnny McGovern, Lady Red Couture, Any Gay Pimps, Amazon Prime, Optimus Prime, Jeff Bezos, the characters of Dracula, Elvira, Vampira, Blackula, Bella Lugosi, Layla Bugosi, Out TV, Outfest, In N Out, Rue Paul, Ruth Paul, Rude Paul, the plot to assassinate Fidel Castro, your house when I got TP'd in 1996 and any event that ever happened, ever. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media production.